microphone checker. Oh, yeah. Before we get to this week's episode, shouts to everybody that checked out last week's episode with the one and only Jersey Jinx, man. This is a young future star. I always speak about him. He's on State of the Culture. He's hosting Mogul. He has a great voice. I feel like he's going to have a, a, a narration in a movie. You're going to hear him narrate a movie soon one day. Uh, bless up. That Jinx episode, if you haven't checked it, make sure you check it. Internets, man, if you listen to this as it comes out, I was in Atlanta uh, over the weekend. It was special. Shouts to everybody that stopped by. We had two live shows out there, one with my man Raymond Santana of the Exonerated Five, Central Park Five, and the other with the, the entrepreneur, the, the big dog, Tristan Walker, the CEO of Bevel, and a bunch of other things. Listen, Atlanta always shows love. Shouts to A3C. Shouts to my brother A. King. Shouts to Big Baller Benson. The whole team was down there. And it was special. It's always special. You know, we've been going down there for like eight, nine years already. And it's amazing to see uh, what they have done. But it's also amazing to see people in real life who have listened to the Combat Jack show, who's listened to the Premium Pete show, and it means something to them. So I'm thankful, um, you know, to, to, to get a chance to not only, you know, you put some stuff online. Sometimes it's great to see the reception in person. So shouts to everybody that came through that I saw and said what up. And, and and it's special. Now, let's take the time. Internet, you know, when I say open up your Twitter app, open your Instagram app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. I love when people check in. Kentucky was on the check-in West Week. Seattle. We had, uh, what else? Nova Scotia, okay? Uh, somebody from Germany. Man, in the States, outside the States, international, worldwide, people listening to the Premium Pete Show. Again, I always say this. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you've been rocking with me for a minute, Man, I appreciate you. A lot of people say, yo, Pete, I appreciate you. What could I do for you? Okay, so recommend the episode and tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, subscribe, rate, go on YouTube. YouTube has a bunch of videos on there now. We're starting to build that channel up. Subscribe, rate, and tell a friend. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, drop a comment. If you fuck with the show, then I appreciate if you do that. You know, let me tell you, man, it's uh, it's special that you get a chance to... Uh, do what you like and do what you love for a living. You know, I've been, you know, it's something that you're in and out of living. But, you know, being away from your kids, man, it's like, it's funny. People, I think people, so many people have a different perspective on what success is. And it's different to everybody, you know. But for me, it's like you get a chance to travel and move around. But at the same time, you know, you miss your family. You miss your kids. And, you know, I always, you know, obviously speak about presence over presence. So finding a balance that works is what is, is, is to me is, is special. That that's what success. Finding a balance within your life. You know, a lot of people live crazy lives. You know, some could be all over the place. But finding a balance that works for you, and being able to spend that time in the moments with your family and your kids, internet's. I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 very 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 important to do that. You know, very family is important. Friends are important. Friends become family. You know, just uh, just stay focused on that. Don't don't lose that. Okay. Now, this week's episode is a true inspiration, man. You know, I know this guy for many years, and he's been a major supporter of us and what we've done from the beginning of the Combat Jack show when we were just an online show back in 2009, 2010. And he was doing his thing with the Urban Latino Radio, the one and only Pretty Lou. This guy literally looked death in the face. He was in a coma for a couple of about 10 days and came back to life. He's been fighting cancer and leukemia for five plus years. Uh, the guy's a straight soldier. Uh, you know, he speaks about how much Fat Joe means to him and what he has done, his charity concert, and really what it is to not give up and, and to stay focused, no matter if you've got cancer or leukemia. The guy's a soldier. I love him for it. I got a lot of love for him. This episode's inspiring, 
and internets. Make sure you, you know, get healthy. Check on yourself. You know, I'm not trying to be cliche or corny, you know, but really, like, you know, I want to start doing that myself more. Internets, let me tell you something. You'll be inspired by this episode. And dig in the catalog. You never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. Could be everybody from the founder of Venmo to Gary V. You know, to who you don't know, you know. But when you check in and you at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and let me know what you listen to and where you're listening from, then I could I could see what's up. I could say what's up to you. So make sure you do that. Internets, I present to you with no further ado, without no further ado, the Pretty Lou episode of the Premium Pete Show. Cheer. Let's get to it. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the other smooth voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClam, Internet. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internet. Let's turn up. One time. Premium Pete. Come on, everybody. Get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting down here with a, a, a soldier, okay? <laughs> a survivor, you know, worth the Beyonce. Oh, sh- worth the Den- Destiny's Child. That's powerful. Uh, a good fella, okay? A, a man of uh, many things. Let me tell you something, man. We could go and, uh, you know, say a host. We could say a uh, radio uh, uh, guy. We could say we could say so much things, but I- I'm going to say just a survivor. I'm going to say a, a soldier. I'm going to say a, a stand-up dude. The one and only Pretty Lou is in the building. What's going on, my brother? Oh, man, listen. Um, long time. Yeah, yeah, long time coming. You long know, it's time. crazy. It's crazy, too, because, you know, when we think about the history, for people listening who may not know not only just our history as a whole from the Combat Jack show to you, Pretty Lou, to how we started in PNC back in the day, and you were next door right. in, uh, what was that, Urban Latino Radio? Urban Latino Radio. And you had online radio shows for a while, you know, servicing the uh, uh, Spanish Latin yes. community. Yes, So it's so crazy, actually, to even... I was actually probably the only urban show, right? Like, Yeah, I was like the only urban show on that, on that, on that station. On that station, yeah. And internets, for the internets listening who do know of the early Combat Jack show days, Premium Pete, A-King, everybody in the crew, uh, we started at this uh, place called PNC Radio. It was in Dumbo, but it was crazy because to look at what Dumbo is now. 10J Street. Um, ten, That's right, 10J Street. Second floor. And I met Pretty Lou, and I, you know, um, there, like you said, he had the Urban Latino Radio. And it was really, it's, it's crazy too because I remember we had like little C's one night and then and then he was like, yo, let me get little C's and then he knew from C's a little bit and sat down with C's and it was well, a good comrade. Right. It was great because then, then I'll have a guess and yeah, then I'll yeah, flip it We were flipping with each other. Yep. That was the best part about it. Crazy thing is we were actually online at that time too. Right. And we were trying to figure it out. You know, like, uh, you know. Combat used to say, um, how the fuck do we get our shows popping like, like they fucking, because... It wasn't just they, them they had doing the, the DJ show. inside. They had yet. a lot. They had the DJ. Right. Then they had, you know, it was it was some, you know, some eye candy that would pop in mm-hmm. and out of there, and it was like, damn, we just four stiffs in the room, like, all right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we felt like that. But you know what? It's funny too. And and I always tell internets who listen, there's episodes I do, you know, where we sit down with legends, hip hop legends. We sit down with entrepreneurs. We sit down with artists. We sit down with story, just great stories. Almost kind of like what you think about what we started with the Combat Jack show. Right. And your story, even though obviously it has hip-hop history, it has hip-hop in it, it has music uh, uh, connections and dialogue. There's also, 
and I say survivors because, and we'll get to it in in a, in a bigger point. But somebody who is fighting leukemia, That's fighting right. cancer, um, you know, recently uh, was in a coma for mm-hmm. thirteen days, twelve yeah, days, about 13, 13 days. You know, um, where a lot of us actually thought, uh, you know, knock on, on on all that wood, but we thought we lost you, right. and. Um, you know, it's funny how social media dictates people's passings these days where it's like, you know, you come out of a meeting and you could see s- some storm going on. I'm like, what the fuck is this that we going on that we're talking about? And I think when you start seeing it like that, that you're like, holy shit, I hope this is not true. Anyway, for a long time, I remember when you had got, you know, uh, diagnosed, which is how many years ago? The five years already. Five, which is crazy. And, and you go for treatments. For, well, you stopped going for a while, no, but for a while you would go every week or something right, like that. Right, I was When I first got diagnosed, I was going three, three times a week. And it was like you were going out. It's crazy it, It's crazy because it was like he was going out to uh, a, a club for the weekend, meaning like this guy would literally do his, yeah. you know, host uh, parties during the week, and then Friday come, like he's sleeping over in these fucking uh, mm-hmm. hospitals, getting shot up. Right. Uh, uh, really going through it, you know, right. getting and what were you getting put through your body at the time? Um, well, actually, chemo? yeah, chemo. Yeah, you know, of course, we we started off with the chemo therapy, but also the type of leukemia that I have is is the is the is the cancer cells that attack my bone marrow. So everybody, you know, bone marrow produces the white red blood cells and all that. So. Mine's was literally shut down. Like, but how does that even happen? Like for people, you know, it's crazy because a story like yours, we actually entertain people to understand things that they don't ever pay attention to. Yeah, you know? I didn't even know we had a bone marrow. I keep it real. Like I, I never heard that's, of it. I thought that, that's like food. Don't they have like bone marrow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, food. Like I, I heard about that. That people eat chicken, they suck the, the, the bone marrow. Yeah, the bone marrow. <laughs> bone marrow. I didn't know we had Yo, that. Word up! I'm dead yeah, serious. I'm, I, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, like when they first told me, when I first got. Not even before I got diagnosed because at first, the first hospital that I went to, there was like, you have aplastic anemia, which is a, a disease that causes your bone marrow to shut down. So when they told me that, I'm like, what the fuck is a bone marrow? Like, what are you talking about? Like, my bones? No. They was like, no, it's, it's a part in your spine that produces your white and your red blood cells. And actually, that is one of the most important part of your body besides your brain and your heart and your yeah. kidneys. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, they was like, well, if we don't find a donor, uh, you could possibly die. And I was just like, all right, here we go. Like, you know, like, here goes the, you know, oh. how we're going to start this. But um, but good, thank God that the doctor that, that was taking care of me in the hospital in Brooklyn she looked like she she couldn't really handle it, and she couldn't really find out the real diagnosis. So she so she made some calls, and she actually called Sloan Kettering here in New York, mm. and they actually referred her to somebody a specialist who deals with the type of cancer that I have, and he actually got transferred and started working at New York Presbyterian, and then they transferred me up there. And then two days later, that's when they found out that I had LGL leukemia. It wasn't aplastic anemia. It was LGL leukemia and all that stuff. What does that mean? So is instead of the instead of um, aplastic anemia is just your bone marrow just shuts down completely. Like that's it. You need a you need a, a, a transplant automatic. Um, the leukemia is cancer cells. So is cancer cells in your blood 
that goes and it travels all around your blood system. And and depending on what type of leukemia, it attacks certain things. Mine's is attacking my bone marrow. So what I have to do every week is every week I have to get my blood checked out and to see if I need platelets, which is white blood cells, or blood, which is red blood cells. In the beginning, I was constantly needing it three days out of the week because it was just stop work when you know, once it, once your bone marrow stops working you produce no cells whatsoever so then that's what you know i had to go every every week three times you know and then they started giving me the chemo i probably went through right now out of the 5 years i probably went through maybe 20 plus sessions of chemo already how many times have you even needles seen your arms how many times have you been stuck in the arm oh my you could actually play connect the dots at that time in my arms. Like my arms was just it was it it's I wouldn't even wish it on my worst enemy. Like, you know, people people think that getting stuck by a needle is not imagine getting stuck by a needle every day. Oh. Every day. You know you know what's crazy uh, about your story? It, it, this is what's crazy. Is you're a creative. You're a, a you know a freelancer. Somebody right. you know before this word was cool. Entrepreneur moving around trying to figure shit out. You know, um, I, and in any and this is my take, but also some of it is is your life. But in anything, you know, we have good years and bad years, or right. good projects and eh, right. projects. And I feel like you know, as far as a host. Uh, you know, and you've always been, you know, moving around, but I feel like oh, you really started to move over the past, like, years, even before this, right? You know, moving around, uh, hosting a lot of strip clubs, hosting all these uh, uh, album release parties, uh, and then you get, I see that you post, you know, that you have cancer. Right. <clears throat> you know, if you remember, I just remember this, actually, um... And you were there too, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. He did. He hosted. Uh, it was a, the source. I did like a. They do like the three sixty. The source three sixty. I did it and right. They had in, the sneaker in, in, thing. In the, in the I think you had did the sneaker part. Yes. So yes. 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 It was shortly thereafter. Is when you said it. And I'm like, we just see like how. You know what's funny? You know what I'm I, saying? Now that you mentioned that, I just saw a picture. I took a picture at the source three sixty that time. Yeah. And I saw how skinny I was. I remember that day so clearly because I remember I was really, really sick that day. Like I was not up to it. Like, but, but t- when you say sick, like meaning like sick. you had like a like, like, you I, like, you had I, like a fever I, or no, flu. Like I felt like I had the flu. Mm. I felt like I had the flu, but it was a different type of flu. Like it was like I just didn't want to get up. You know, like. I didn't want to move. I remember, I remember sitting in the table at at at, at the college. At, it was at NYU. Yep. Yes, it was at NYU. LIU, 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 LIU. And I remember <laughs> I was sitting at, at the table, and I remember um, who was it? Um, I forgot who was it. It was a DJ, old school DJ. He had a radio. Oh, Bobito. Bobito. So it was me and Bobito, and I remember Bobito was giving me a water, and. It took me so so much time to even open the water that Bobito opened it for me. He was like, you, you all right? I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I'm trying to pretend like nothing was yeah. going on. 
but I literally felt like my hands were weak. Like everything was weak in my body. But And I still performed that night, that day. I still did my job. But I really was feeling that. That was the day when I was like, I right, something's not, something's not right. You know what I'm saying? Something is definitely not right. You know, and you know that's when I, I was like, yo, let me, let me, let me just, let me just call my mom, you know, and, and tell her what's going on and how I'm feeling. And thank God for her. She was the one, you know, you know the typical old school mother. Oh, we're going to the doctor, yeah. and you know, we're gonna. Go get you a physical. We got to find out what's going on. You might have a, you know, this type of flu and this and this and that. And I'm like, my, this flu's been going on for like a month. For like a month. Like, I never felt this type of weakness. Like, like I felt like if the wind blew, I was flying. You know, you're a fellow Brooklyn kid, too. Always uh, making sure you look fresh. You know, that's what we do. I'm not mm-hmm. saying anybody else doesn't do that. I'm just speaking. <laughs> Shots? I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying. I'm just Queens saying don't get fly? Bro. Yeah, of course they do. I'm just speaking from where we come from. <laughs> and, you know, you got to pass. That's where of... I get the pretty from. I got to always well, we'll go, fly. We'll, we'll, we'll go over that. <laughs> but yeah, but the point I'm making is that you look good, but people don't know that you're not good. Right. And more importantly, sometimes we look good, we don't even have health insurance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the things we need because we don't know if we need them. Right, mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest problems. We we figure like, yo, we get it when we need. We focus on day to day, bringing the, the bread, taking care of the family. Yep, yep. you're not thinking about self care. Yep, that because would... because keep in mind too, even insurance, right? And right. keep in mind, insurance is if anything happens, that's, we're here for you. That's so in my our mind, we're like, yo, ain't nothing happening. We good, right? You know, and, and you know what? That's something that I've been preaching. To now, like I'm trying to, you know, let all men because you know what in in our industry, mm. in our industry, we tend to forget about our health. Mm. We tend to forget that, you know, we need to go see a doctor every six months checked. and get checked out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's something I've lost focus on before all this happened. And now it's like I go up to a, a you know, if, if I see somebody's like just sneezing. Go get that checked out. Yep. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Go go do this. Go do that. You know, even, even I'll keep it real. I'm not mentioning no, no names, but even rappers that have money, that have money, yo, go see a doctor. You go afford it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Your health comes first because without your health, you can't do anything. But, you know, it's crazy because if people don't see the sights right. that you've seen, they don't understand right. how important that is. I mean, and that's why now I'm trying to make people yeah. see and, and you're perfect understand. for that. You're perfect for you that. You know what I'm saying? Because I opened up my so- see see the main reason why I opened my social media up f- for the world to see because in reality I c- I could have kept this private. I could have just kept this one myself, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? But I opened it up more because. I wanted the world to know that, listen, this is, you know, this is serious. This is a disease that's now killing all our min- minorities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is a disease that just sneaks up on you. It's not like it's not like AIDS that at least you know how to protect yourself. You go, you have safe sex, don't share needles, don't do drugs, you know. Cancer just wants to, it doesn't care if you're black, white, yellow, Mm. Brown doesn't matter what who you are. It's coming to get you. It attacks pets. It attacks every. It, it comes, and when it comes, it comes. 
You know what I'm saying? But to avoid that, you know what I'm saying, I got on my social media to show people, listen, go get yourself checked out. Go do this. If you feel something, go get it checked. Or even with the but even more with the people that is already diagnosed. I'm trying to show them also that cancer is not a death threat. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, and I've seen that with my own eyes throughout the five years that I've been fighting this disease, with my own eyes, I've seen people come and go. Why? Because they give in. with the, You know, they give up. They hear the word cancer, and they automatically fall in that black hole. Mm. They want to just, you know, they rather kill themselves. I feel that when you fall in that black hole, it's not really the disease that's eating you up. It's yourself. You understand what I'm saying? You're, you're actually giving the disease more ammo, more food to eat up when you fall into that black hole. So I'm trying to show people, nah, you can still live your life. You know what I'm saying? And, and be more positive about yourself. You know? Besides switching your diet or doing this and that and that, because believe me, I get tons of emails, DMs telling me, yo, Eat this, eat this type of fruit, eat this green, stop eating meat, do that, that. Cool, I understand that, and I thank everybody that sends me all that. But I really think the more, what really helps to make you live is the positivity that you have in yourself. But here's, you know? here's, the, here's the big question, how? Because you literally, it's, it's, it's crazy to even think of this, but you, know, you literally look death in the eyes. Right. You, you know, yeah. you didn't ask for this, you know. No, I actually saw the. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna say it on your on 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 this podcast. I actually saw the devil when I was sleeping. Mm. When they talk about intermissions, yeah, I was there. I'm gonna keep it frank, um, you know. So if you're hearing it from, and especially from the coma that I was in, I they 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 induced my coma. Because the chemo, the last chemotherapy that I that I did um in in um in June, it just didn't go right, and it started affecting my kidneys. So all the toxins that that you have in you, you know, you build toxins in your body, mm-hmm. and you that's why you use the bathroom. You you know you pee it out, you pee it out, or you do number two, whatever. That's toxin. That's actually that's a, a filter. But instead of going down and out it actually stopped the chemotherapy made it go into my brain and all that toxin went into my brain hemorrhaged i became a different man before i went to the coma what people you know what what every what my family was telling me my friends i was a whole different man i was delusional i was like they told me that i had i had strength like like of they told me i was the incredible hope the night they took me back to the hospital, you know, like people had to help me down. Like I was cursing bad people, but that was because all that, all that stuff was going, it was just driving my mind crazy. So that's when the doctors was like, yo, we have to induce this man because if not, he's just going to kill himself. And they induced me. But, but the bad, but the worst part of being in the coma was they, you know, they laid me out. But the toxins was still running in my body. And not, I went in a coma Sunday morning, 
on Sunday night, Monday morning. Tuesday, they gave my family the worst news. They told my family, it's time for you to make some calls, tell everybody to come, because we don't feel like he's going to make it through the night. Because my kidneys failed, both of my kidneys failed, my liver failed, my brain was hemorrhaging. It was, it was, a, it was no return. It was no return. I don't know what it was, wherever I was at, because where, where I was at, I saw myself fighting demons where I was at, you know? And it was like, I was just seeing different parts of, of, of situations where, wherever I, wherever world that I was in. But I do remember me fighting demons back and keep, you know, and, and, and like, and it's true what they say, like when people talk to you in your ear when you're in a coma, they do hear you. And I was hearing people talking to me, especially my moms, especially my mother, because my mother was actually in the world that I was in, but in a different way. But whatever she was saying in that world is actually what my mother was saying in my ear in real life. You know, and from Wednesday to Thursday to Friday, the doctors was like, hold up. We, we, we just told you we were about to give you the bad news. And then Friday, my kidneys are starting to work again. My liver started to work again. The hemorrhage in my brain started swelling, was going down. And, you know, like, what the hell is going on? And then I woke up that Sunday. So, so to this day, even my own doctors, right? Mind you, I go to the number one hospital in the world, top hospital in the world. And they're like, people that go into stuff like that, into, into that type of coma stuff and all that, they never come back. Never. They never come back. Once your organ starts failing, they fail, you're done. That's how it is. And usually hospitals just give up. I came back from that. And me personally, I don't even think it was the medicine or whatever else they were giving me or whatever, you know. I really think that because you guys know, because I was sleeping, the power of the prayer, man. I think it was the power of the prayer. It, you know, it's just like it was so overwhelming that made me probably deep inside whoever else was talking to me in my ears and, and everybody who came to see me made me really be like, you know what, I need to come back. You know? And I and I definitely believe in I'm here for a reason. I'm definitely here for a reason. You know? I don't, you know, just going through that situation is just crazy. Why were they calling you uh, Batman? Oh, <laughs> Cause Batman is my, I, you know, Batman's my favorite, my favorite, favorite superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite super. I'm still a kid. Yeah, I'm still a kid. I'm that's my, <laughs> that's my guy. Like you know, I love. What happened was my my best friend Hollywood Ko. Yep. Um, he knows. You know, you go to my house. If you go to if you go to my house, like you would think you see plaques and all that because of the industry we're in. Nah, I have Batman toys all over the place. <laughs> It looked like a Batman. It looked like you're in the Batcave in my crib. Like you just see. Because, you know, I I was always into comic books when I was growing up. 
And the only reason why I fell in love with Batman, and and this is why they 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 tell me they call me that because Batman is the only character that has no superpowers. Mm. Mm. He's the only only character that has no superpowers. He's still a regular man. You know what I'm saying? And he just he built himself to fight. He built himself the knowledge. He they, that's why they call him a detective because that's what he is. Yeah. And everything is, he's hes a regular human being. He's not Superman with human power. And that's why I fell in love with Batman even more. So since all that was happening, that's when there was like, yo, this guy's a real life Batman. Batman. Because I have no superpowers. I don't got no superpowers. I don't have anything. But I have the knowledge and the power to fight this disease. You know? What, um... You said you was fighting demons and you was in that dimension. Yeah. As everything started to subside and you started to regain your your physical, what's the first thing that you say when you when you realize, oh shit? Well, when you when you, when you, <laughs> when you open wake your up, eyes, like, oh, like what's the when first you op- thing you yeah. say? Like, I don't. I, I keep it real. I really don't remember that part. Right. I don't remember really waking up, like. Everything was just coming to coming back to you. Was coming back like slowly <clears throat> and all that. But I could always I could still sit here and tell you that that's what I was going through. Yeah. Yo, you're an inspiration, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know that. I'm sure yeah. you see the kind the the outpour and outreach like what you what you've done and your contributions just to life. It it means a lot. It means a lot to the to the youngins. It right. means a lot to the to the and, elders and, who's going through it. Like that shit. And I and I saved a lot of people, bro. Trust me. You're not. You're like probably the tenth person that told me. You that. saved a lot of people just by you saying presenting. Right. Like yo, you gotta be Batman. You know, and I'm a, and and I'm gonna say this now. I don't do it for the clout. I don't do it to gain money Hell out no. of it. I don't do. I don't do. All this is. I, you know why I really do it? Because I feel that um, sometimes people fall into depression because they don't have nobody around them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes they don't have a mom or a father or nothing like that. And I just felt that I needed the world to help me. You know? I needed that. I needed to present the world what I'm going through because I needed their feedback they've actually the the people that hit me up all the time that writes to me and all that stuff it's like ammo for me to keep going and it feels great it feels great when you have somebody writing to you I'm just checking up on you how are you doing and this person could be in Australia but it has been following your journey has been, right. Yeah, has been and seeing you, you know, go through it and battle it and, and fight and fight and, and send you prayers mm-hmm. and send you blessings. Everything. I get, you know, I get people from, even people that, you know, I get sad, I get sad messages too sometimes like, you know, my mother, you know, she was following you and everything and she went, she's going through the same thing but she, she passed away. And, yeah. But I still want to let you know that we're still there for you and and the last thing my mother was like, you know, for me to keep going, like sure, stuff sure. like that, you know, it's it's sad, but then again, it still gives you 
that love, that strength, you know, and everything. Um, you know, you got a, a older son, right. uh, younger daughter, right? How many kids? You got three kids? I got three. Right? I got two boys. Yeah. One is 24, just turned 24. Yeah. My, and my other son is 15 and my daughter's 13. You know, how is that, you know, I know how much you spend time with them and I know how much they mean to you and what type of father you are. You know, as me being, a, you know, a fellow father, I just can't even figure how hard has that been to, you know, go through the battle. Like, you know, I don't know if you were thinking like, oh, I mean, not tomorrow's not promised for anybody, but if you, was that ever on your mind? Like when you're hanging out with them, like it could be their last time? In the beginning, I thought like that. In the beginning, because you in the beginning, I wasn't not I wasn't so knowledgeable about yeah, the what disease. Was going on. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was about to happen. So I used to treat it like it was my last. Like let me treat this day with my kids like it's in my. Now, I still do it, but it's not that feeling anymore. Like I always tell myself, this is not going to be my last time with my kids. You know, like, and I never say goodbye. I never say bye to anybody. Like that's right. I think I told you one time. Yeah, yeah. I never say goodbye. If people come up to you and say goodbye, I'd be like, no, don't say goodbye to me. I'll see you tomorrow or I'll see you later. And I tell my kids that all the time. All the time I tell my kids that. Don't ever say goodbye to anybody, especially to me. Always tell me I'll see you later. You know? You know, they see you as being this soldier. They see you around, you know, and we'll get to some of the music stuff and right. the support you support and you know we have you know, we obviously are in the world of music and hip hop and we love it and you have been having great, great obviously support from the Terror Squad family. But more importantly, just support. How how you know, how important has support been to you? Because at the same time, to be honest with you, social sometimes just looks good. There may be many times where, you know, you're crying or I don't know if you come to tears or the last time you cried. Right. Um, just for the pain, just for the shit you've been through. Like, you right. know, like you're a good dude. You never asked for any of this. Like I said, shit, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't expect combat to be gone. You know, like nobody asked for that. Right. So I combat. Yeah. Actually, let me say something. Com combat, you know, his his death actually was a little wake up call for me as well. You know, because it's like, how can I say, you know, losing somebody who's real close to you, you know, like how combat was yeah. with us, you know what I'm saying? Especially to something that, you know, like it hurt me more because he was there for me when I got diagnosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I get the phone call saying, I'm... Mm. I have cancer. I need your help now. Mm -hmm. And and I I I remember I to this day I will never forget that phone call from from Reggie, and when he told me that, and when we finally hung up, I sat back and I was like, "How can I help a man with cancer?" And but I'm going through the same thing, you know. Like, how can I help him if I'm going through the same thing, like? You know, like it was. It's 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 like difficult. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? No, no. It's like, what can I do? So, but you know, mentally, I'm just like, you know what? I'm a block what I have to help him. 
And that's what I tried doing. You know what I'm saying? So just learning from his dev and his support, that made, that's what made, that after that, I was like, all right, I needed all the support. Because I, like I said, all the support that I have is what's actually making me live. I mean, people showed a lot of love. I remember when you just, you know, announced that you had cancer, leukemia. And I think Bless, maybe your manager yeah, uh, and friend, yeah. or business partner. Yeah, friend, everything. Whatever. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's a lucky way. Yeah, yeah. Bless. Shouts to Bless. And I, I remember he started like a GoFundMe to help out, like, right. you know, with something. Because people don't, you know, realize of how much these bills are. You know? I remember just Blaze telling me, uh, thank God for insurance. He had some asthma problems, something like that. And yeah. he was telling me I was like 300000 for it. He was in there like two weeks. And he's like, and he paid like ten thousand or something like that because he had insurance. It, you know what I mean? It's it's wow. Insurance thing is real. Like I, I'm not gonna say his name because he wants to stay, you know, quiet. But thank God to the person who got me insurance. Yeah. Well, salute whoever that is. Salute to that man. I I give him my life because yeah. you know why he came in the clutch because. And, and 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 let me tell you, this is why being humble and being good to people, even if the people are bad to you, you know what I'm saying. This is why when you're humble and you and you're still good to people, that it pays off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't spoken to this man in years, but before we used to hang out, we were great, we were good friends, we just. We parted because, you know, he got married, he had family and sure. all that. And, and, you know, I was busy with my own business stuff and everything. So he came out of the clutch, out of left field, and and did, a, and did some magic. He really did some magic and got me, like, this great insurance. Mm. Because if it wasn't for him, I probably, I, I probably wouldn't even be here either again, you know. But that's because of being such a great person and that's the number one thing he told me he was like I can never do this to a friend who was always great to me I'm gonna I'm a do my all you know sometimes it's just as simple as uh, don't be a dick I tell Basically. people and if you if people don't talk to each other anymore you know or you like and even if you know I've learned that uh, you can't take everything personally because no. then people get upset and you can ruin relationships and you know, it's there's a, a triangle yeah, in yeah. life. In life, I I find out that in life there's a triangle. What comes around will come back to you. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to be a better man. You know what I'm saying? Life is short. I started to see that all the time. Life is so short. You know, like my father. Me and my father have had a bad relationship. For years, my real dad, and I hated him. I'll be honest; I hated him. I hated him and everything. But ever since me getting sick and I was seeing all this, it, I had to be the better man and pick up the phone and say, "Listen, man, we might not like each other, but you're still my dad, and I still want to tell you I love you." And what did he say? You know. He accepted it, you know. Has he been there? Has it changed him? It had, what I feel good about it 
Nothing has changed. It's still back to the same way because he wanted it that way. He wants it that way. Not, not his sons because it's not just me in general. It's me and my brothers. He wanted it that way. So, all right, I'll give it to you. But at least I got something off my chest that I at least try to mend with you. You know? At least on my part, I'm good. I feel good. I did something and I got it off my chest. Now it's up to you. You know? That's powerful, man. You know what? Let's take a quick break, man. We're sitting here with the one and only, the survivor. Yeah. The the, the soldier. The uh it's Batman. Great to, it's great to be on the other side of the of the microphone. Hey, right, listen, see, you know, as <laughs> as, as as our friend, uh, the late great combat Jack yes. used to say, it's the easiest part because you don't have to do nothing. You nothing. Just, just sit there and just and, and, answer questions. And in this case, it's uh, it's, it's it's very uh, 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 proud to see you, man. Right. You know, internet's don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Chip. What's up, y'all? This is Ed Lover, the living legend, baby. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. You rocking with my man, Premium Pete. Y'all already know what it is. Internet's and we're back sitting here with my guy, Pretty Lou. Yes. I told you, the soldier. Ass up, face down. The survivor. Yes. Uh, listen, man. There's been a lot of support. You know, we spoke about uh, what you have went through, mm-hmm. being diagnosed with cancer, right. leukemia five years ago, over 20 chemo sessions. You I know, he's gonna hold his hand. Oh. <laughs> Italian style, the, the way you was, the way you was flexing your nah, hands. Nah, right nah, there. nah, nah. So, it's so love, love. Listen, hey, right here, look, look. don't leave me hanging. Man. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm never leaving. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Ain't no yeah. gay shit here. But, 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 but for real though, you know, um, it's amazing to see a, a story like yours. It's a real right. modern day story because the thing is, you get to see who really is there for you. Right, and you get to see who isn't there for you. Oh, yes, you know, and we'll get over a, a bunch of different people, but one one that really makes me proud to see is and real talk. I feel like uh, uh, from because I've been watching it, you know, uh, like I'm sure a lot of other people have is Fat Joe. Mm. Fat Joe, uh, literally, as I feel like, treated this situation like a bigger brother to you. I don't know if that makes sense. as a bigger brother. Man, yeah, um, you know, as, as like, you know, f- friends become family. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, as, uh, I mean, I remember seeing, you know, I remember him, and I'm not saying allowing, but I remember him like, make, you know, when all the way up was uh, rocking stadiums. I mean, put, and, and the way, you know, even your host, the way, you know, your techniques of how you... Uh, rock move the crowd or make right. him put up the lights. I remember seeing the Barclay Center and go intense going on a pretty loose page with pretty Lou Pretty Lou eleven. Pretty Lou eleven. At pretty Lou eleven. I'm sure if you look back you can see him uh getting the Barclays ready for Remy Ma right. and, mm-hmm. and Fat Joe to drop all the way up. I remember when they 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 they, they dropped it, um they debuted it at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That was a thing. Yep. But here's the Crazy. thing here's the thing that really makes me excited. That's when I met Jay. Uh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But here's the thing that really makes me proud is is when you get the crowd going and then th- that song drops, the the look on your face, the movement on your body is like, right. like you, like like you, like, like you. Wow, that little fat guy can move. <laughs> yeah, nah, man. It just you can tell how real it is. But anyway, right. you know, more importantly, just his unconditional support. People look at Fat Joe for hip hop. People look at, you know, you for certain things. But let's look at things for real life shit. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how, how, how if, not only because it's Fat Joe, but how special has that been to have that man's support? 
It's so special that I'll take a bullet for him. Mm. Real talk. Mm. I'll take a bullet from that man. That man has been... I've known that man over 20 years. And um, we have now gotten so close these last couple of years. And these last couple of years is like... I, it's like I have a big brother that I can always depend on, you know. And I grew up in a life where I, I always had different friends every year. Every year I had a different friend. Every year somebody fucks me over. Every year, you know, we something happens that we don't get to see each other or speak anymore or whatever, you know. But he, I don't see, I don't see Fat Joe as Fat Joe the industry man. I see Fat Joe as the music guy. I, don't, I, I see him. I'm gonna go real deep. I see him as a father figure. Mm. You yeah. know what's crazy? And I mean this respectfully to you. When I said bigger brother, I was gonna say father figure, but I was like, yeah. yo, I don't wanna feel like if Wooden feels like I'm disrespecting no. him. No, <laughs> no right. I mean that's he, serious because you know, I, like, I, 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 it's just, and, and not, it's just not just, not because he's been there for me, he's been there for my family. You don't have you don't have to do that. He's been there for my family, for my children, my moms. He's been, you know, like it's is I have it's like I have no words to explain how much I love that man. Mm. Like I love that man. Like I call the man every day. Before I became a heavy hitter, I called him to get his blessing. Mm. Shouts to DJ Enough. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's like, another dude. That's another dude. No, no, that's another. Yeah, yeah like, like he's another. So again, one. You, you called him to get his bus in my bed. You know, and I and it's like, it, it's so different with him. You know, it's so different. Like, and think about all the things that he has also, you know, done with. When you think about this most recent song, yes, right, with uh, Cardi B, right, Fat Joe, mm-hmm. and Anuel, uh, Anuel. You know, I'm you know big I'll, record. Thank you for helping me with the pronunciation. Anuel. <laughs> Ass up, face down. This for pretty low. Yes. Ass up, face down. Family ties. Yes. I'm not great with Spanish either, but I hope out. <laughs> now, 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 you, you, you do a lot of different hosting. Whether that right. be, you know, you've done bachelor parties. You've done, done everything. Boss misses. Should I'll do your baby shower yeah, if I have to. Strip clubs, you've been rocking as, for a while. For a while. How is that song in there? Great. The song, the song... In general, is great everywhere in the regular club, strip club. It's doing phenomenal. Yeah, and this this song, this song is just is is been in heat in the heat making for months already. You know, and what? I'm just happy it it came out at the right time. It's a banger. You know what? What, what? You know, one thing I find so special is that people get a chance to hear in the beginning of the song. You hear Fat Joe say, "This is for Pretty Lou." Yeah, how special does that feel? I think this one, I think this, mind you, he he mentioned my name in a couple yeah, other couple songs. Yeah, a couple songs. Yeah, the one with French Montana. Right, with that and, one, all that. What, what song is that again? The other one. I, with French Montana. Man, so many, so many hits this man got out of here. forgot. Um, money Showers. Yeah, Money Showers. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, Like he, But this one's more special because, and it became even bi- bigger for me, is because... 
before the record came out, he called me and it was like, I just want to let you know that when I said this is for Pretty Lou, I said it the day, the week that you was in the coma. Mm. I had to go back into the studio and do that. And that meant so much to me because I guess he, I guess, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't want to put no lies. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah, no, I don't know yeah. exactly what he was feeling, but I just feel like he did it because maybe he thought he was going to lose me, you know? So let me just dedicate something to my brother, you know? You and especially now, it's even bigger because I got, I'm living to hear it. You know, at that moment, too, uh, we were talking off air, but at that moment when you went into a coma, um, unfortunately, you know, it was uh, reported uh, by some, some people who thought you actually passed away. Right. And I remember talking with King on the phone, and we were, like, refreshing shit, and we are like, what the fuck? And I was like, yo, reach out to this dude. And he was like, yo, I'm going to reach out to Bless. Let me reach out. And he didn't get no answer. So now the plot starts to thicken. Yeah. And you say, oh, okay, uh Shit, is, is is this really true? And you know when, you know when we found out that you know it, it, that you woke up, I was like, ah oh, man, that's a God given blessing, right? You know, so and uh, you know, but we think about it. You know, let's take it. You know, we mentioned Fat Joe. We mentioned you know going through the coma. We went over. Love you, Joe. Love you. You know, yeah. You know, and and and, but let's take it back to where you you think of the day. That you found out, you know, you went to go check yourself out, and this is something that <coughs> people listening need to really understand. If something like he's like you were saying earlier, if something's wrong with you, go, go to the doctor. Right. Go check it. Go go check yourself out. So here you go. You go check yourself out, and I don't think you went over this. And the doctor then gives you a call. Do you remember what time they gave you a call? It was about six thirty in the morning. Well, and what the fuck is a doctor? What the fuck is a <laughs> at six thirty in the morning? What the? You know, I I I will never forget the day that that's that morning. I remember that night. I took off. I didn't work, but I was I was feeling real bad, and I was getting a lot of pains in my body, and and I remember um, taking some Tylenol, and I went to sleep. So. There's a funny part about this story too. I'm gonna keep it real. So, um, and then at six thirty, my phone rings. So I'm with you know I'm with my fiance and and she's like, who the fuck is calling you at six thirty in the morning? I'm and you're not even working. I'm like, I don't know. You know, like what you know, like I'm getting like, damn, who the hell is calling me at six thirty in the morning? But and I picked up, and um, doctor was like, hey, I, you know. No, wait. Let me get the story correct. My mother called me f- first, but I missed her call. Then the doctor called me. But I didn't pick up his call, so I called my mom's first. And I said, Ma, why are you calling me at this time? Something happened. Everything's okay. She was like, well, the doctor just called here. You need to call him, please. I was like, I guess he called me. So that's when I called, and it was like, well, he was like, Mr. You know, Mr. Ortega, I need you to come to the office, like, right now. And I'm like, can you tell me all the phones? And, you know, it's against the law, I guess, to, you know, yeah, to yeah. talk anything over the phone. So I was like, okay. So 
I didn't even drive. I didn't even take my car. We took a cab. We got dressed, put anything on, took a cab. I'm in the cab, right? I, I'm, I'm faithful guy. But in my mind, I'm like, who the fuck was I fucking with <laughs> before I got with my lady? What? The, you know what it is to get a phone call from a doctor and the doctor's telling you, come see me. I can't, t- I can't tell you over the phone. Mm. Your mind is going to wander. Your mind, like, I'm thinking, I right, what was the last bitch that I <laughs> fucked around with a couple years, like, what the, f- a couple years ago, like, you know, like, yeah. your the monster, mind- the monster could be on deck. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, because you never know, but yo, people find out they have shit 20 years after, in be all safe, that, though. sometimes. That's why we try to encourage the young v- videographer, Vincent. To, to, to strap up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Live his life on the wild side sometimes. But, you, you know, you never know. You never know. And I've been with my lady for, for quite some time, but I'm thinking before right, that. thinking the worst. Right, right, I'm right. thinking the worst. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who do I need to kill? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I, I don't know. Like, and my mind, I'm telling you, I'm in, the, I'm in that cab and I'm sweating bullets because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And meanwhile... I have my lady next to me, and she's like, so what he has to tell you? I'm like, I don't know. Like, But when I get there, they, you know, the doctor's office was open. It was, he was open by 7 o'clock. And, um, and I get there, and then my mother comes, and then my father comes, and then my brother comes, and then we have the whole family in the freaking mm. doctor's office. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they finally put me in the room, and the doctor was like, listen, um, listen, buddy, I need you right now to go a couple blocks. I need you to go to the hospital, and I need you to check in. They are already waiting for you because I called them and told them they're waiting, that you're on, the, on your way, and you need to check in, and they're going to take care of you. They're going to put you in. Um, they're going to put you in intensive care real quick. I'm like, intensive care? And he was like, as of right now? You have no blood cells. You're on negative zero. I was a walking corpse. I was maybe hours, maybe hours or maybe minutes from a cardiac arrest. And I thank my moms because if it wasn't for my mother to take me to the doctor the day before to get a physical, I wouldn't be here. Mom's nose, man. Mm. Mom's nose, man. And I seen, you know, recently you put a big, uh, you know, I'm sure, you, you know, your heart is heavy on certain things, meaning I seen you wrote a birthday poster about her and you put a lot of uh, special things. You know, I relate my to mother, shit like that because yeah, my... you want to make your mother happy. I've been through a lot. You know, I drove my mother crazy growing up, yeah. but you, I love her to death. I, my, wow. My mother, my mother, Wow. It's, it's, how can I say it, man? Like, you know a mother when she's there for you from birth to now. And my mother has put up a lot between me and my brothers throughout the years. And But these past five years is when... I love my... I always love my mother to death from birth to now. Always, always. But it's just these past five years how she 
she was my she was my Robin. She was my Robin. She never left my side. Never, never left my side. From the day I got diagnosed to the day of the coma, when I fell in my coma, this is what this is what everybody told me. My mother was there from Sunday to Sunday and did not go home not one time. She showered, did everything in the hospital. She ate in the hospital. And she never she never saw daylight for that whole week. Mm. Never saw daylight. And also the best part is what I wrote in one of my in the post was you would think a mother will break down and be like, my son, you know, about, you know, mothers do that. They break down for their children. Everybody that came to see me and that was there for me when they saw me in the coma was the ones breaking down. My mother was the only one sitting there with a high face, strong. Hmm. Not one tear came down. Because she said, you know what? She told. She finally cried. She cried and everything. Finally, when me and her, we, when I woke up, and they gave me a couple of days, to, you know, to, to get my mind back. When me and her, we had our one on one finally for the first time after I woke up, and she finally broke down. Mm. That's when she broke down. You know the, the 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 love from your family, from friends, from people in the industry. It's a rare thing. You know we. You know, in this industry, is a lot of scumbag shit. Yes. You know, people say shit, don't do shit. People act certain way. You know what I mean? But, like, with your situation, friends became family. Yes. You know, even, like, when I was mentioned before, when they did the Go uh, GoFundMe. Right. That I remember that thing raised, like, I don't know, 20000 almost uh, in, like, two days. And I remember hearing, like, even a lot of people, like, Fabulous put money into mm-hmm. it. Uh, who else? Um, wow. Fab- I, don't, I mean, it was. I mean, I mean, a lot of people, but I remember, like, other Chains. artists. Yeah. Rest, rest, so in, right, rest in peace. Um, so many people, even. even I, I So many artists helped On out. Radio stations. Radio like stations, said, yeah. every radio station. Hot 97, or Power 105. You know, even even the manager of. of, of um, Romero Santos, manager, mm. post put money in there, mm. and I'm not even in that genre. You know, it's just it was just the love. I never, I, it's like from the first time from doing that to now, even now from waking up from the coma and seeing the love, like I never thought I was really loved like that. I thought I was loved in my city. But from waking up in my coma and seeing that I was loved from the world. That's powerful. Has, super powerful. Has has anyone came out that supported you that like shocked you? And I don't mean like celebrity wise, I mean, like just anybody like you know, like somebody like I get more I get more shocked by regular people. Yeah. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean it could be anybody. Right. Meaning like when somebody you're in a situation you the- like that. When you go to jail, you get to see who's there. And then somebody come like, oh, shit, this guy came and visit me or this girl came and visit me. You know what? I, th- there was one surprise. So I used to work with an artist um, years ago. Uh, I used to have a label called Triple Threat. 
which I have tatted on my arm. And I used to work with an artist, and his name was, you know, his name is Sense. So we we had a great Holy run. shit. We had a great I run. I never knew that he was your artist. Yeah, he was my artist. I just seen him around like, yeah, oh, what up? Artist, yeah. That's crazy. He was my artist. Um, we had a great run. I'm going to make the story short. We had a great run. I almost got him signed to Def Jam. He was this close to getting signed. But um, but everything went sour. Mm. Everything went sour. Things, you know. We ended we ended our relationship in a bad way. We didn't speak for years. For years, we didn't speak for years. You know, he continued doing his own thing, and I started. You know, I started working on me. So we we haven't. I think we haven't spoken in like ten years, maybe wow. ten or more years. Something like that. So when I woke up from my coma, and they, my mother comes up to me and goes, "You know who was here, and he was here all day with me," and I was like, "Who?" He goes, "Sense." Wow. Mm. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Yo, I haven't spoken to this man in I don't know how many years," and he was. And he was actually there. And he was there because, you know, what? And, and we mended. We mended our relationship because he was like, he knew the situation, you know, it's a private situation, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to say on the air, but he knew his faults. And maybe I had some faults too. I'm not going to say it was just him. But he felt like, he had to come see me and say, I'm sorry, even if I was in a coma before I go. You know? Mm. And and that was a shock, but also that was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that made me feel great, you know? Because, like I said, I, I never want to be enemies with anybody. You know, we may not, we might not talk anymore, we might not say hi to whatever, but I want to make sure that we're not enemies. I want to make sure that we could still both walk on the same sidewalk. Now I have to cross the street. And that made me happy. Mm. You know? And to this day, I haven't, I, I, we, I keep, you know, I promised him that we were going to have um, dinner one, one day, but I haven't, we haven't done that yet. But I'm looking forward to that. Make that happen. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, you rocked out in a lot of venues. A lot, a lot of venues. Your voice speak volumes. Yeah. You know, uh, strong voice. Know how to rock the crowd. You know, I think you embody uh, what a host is, and and more, and and reinventing it. I actually brought the host back. Mm. Yeah, it was dead. I was I was just talking. Yeah, I was, uh, real quick. I was just talking to a a promoter. Uh, you know, not not a promoter. He's a club owner. He's actually pretty big in Jersey. We we just had the same conversation last night. How. I remember back in the 80s and the 90s, you know, when there was crates, not Serato. Yeah, when there sure. was crates. Crates of records. The DJ didn't have time to speak on the microphone because he was so much into Busy his vinyl getting the crates, yeah, and yeah. getting into music and everything that that's why there was an MC. But ever since Serato was born and the crates are gone. It took some of the labor that, out of it. Yeah, Right. It took some, Right. So now the DJ rocks the mic. So the MC... I don't even call it host. It's re- the real name is MC. Right. It died. It died. 
I had my brother, you know, my heavy hitter brother, El Boogs, you know, who I looked up to. You know, he, 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 you know, in New York, he was trying to bring that back here. You know what I'm saying? A couple other guys. He has a good voice, El Boogs. Yeah, El Boogs got a yeah. great voice. Um, a couple other guys, um, Country to Truth. Like, there was a couple of other hosts um, that was doing it that time. But I was still making my wave. I was still learning the path. I was still, you know, whatever. But I think, not to pat myself on the back, but I think I brought back that MC in again. Not only did you bring it back, you kind of, you try, you kind of put a stronghold on it. <laughs> like there's nobody else. But that wasn't my fault. That, yeah, you let me hosting, make it clear. How you I, hosting not... starlets and 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 two strip clubs at the same time. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, like I, you know, I always say is that I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the type of person like. I feel like I did. I, I feel like I did my time already. Like mm. I'm the king of that microphone in New York. I think I feel like I'm done with that already. I'm not the type of person that I'm like, yo, so come, come get this mic, come get it. You know, come challenge me. No, if anything, I every time I see an inspiring MC that's trying to do what I do, I actually go up to the person, shake the hand, and give them advice because I would love to pass the baton because I feel like. Now in this part of my career, I've been I've been I've been in this game twenty plus years. It's not like I just started. Maybe the Pretty Lou name got bigger within the last ten years, but I've been in this game for years. Uh, serious doing uh, radio and serious. Yes, yeah, before it was uh, XM. XM. You know, I was doing that. You know, uh, you know, online the PNC and yeah. all that. You know, like you know, I was doing so many things. You know, Miami and you yeah. know. But I'm 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 here to pass that baton. I want to pass the baton. I'll keep it real. I want to pass it. Because now I'm already looking into my next adventure. So, th- so there we go. What, what, you know, as you are fresh out of a coma, living, living your best life. And when I say uh-huh. best life is because I remember when you just came home. And this is recently. Yeah. I was watching like. You know, I was worried because, you know, I think you, you worried that you had to learn how to walk again. I mean, yeah. you're like a walker. I had a walker. I had a walker and for then, like a week. Yeah, and then I was like, yo, and, this and, motherfucker. And then you see a flyer. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, coming back. I'm like, yo, what? You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't hold this dude <laughs> well, down. I, well, listen, let's make it clear. I took, <laughs> I took the summer off. I took the summer off. I took almost three months off. You had a off. hot boy summer. Hot boy, yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely had a hot boy summer. Be, I, all I was, listen, all I was doing was home eating right, going you know working out a little bit because I have a gym mm-hmm. in, where I live and um I was in my pool the whole summer, but you know what it was the best it was the best move ever because I got to focus on myself health wise I got to focus on being a, a family man again I got to focus on being a father mm. you know I got to see I got to see more of my children which was the best thing. It was great because in this game, it's like I have to make time, and I do because you guys can see I make time for my children. But during the summer, it was great to have them come to my pool, and I'm with them in the pool, and I don't have to rush out because I have to be at a club at a certain time. Sure, it's a hustle. For people that don't know, you know, emceeing, hosting, uh, being involved in different parties, it's at night, it's all night, you're there right. all night, you, and, 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 and sometimes, the and sometimes I'm doing stuff during the day, yeah, it's like, yeah, do- well, oh, yeah. I'm on the radio, okay. and then in the day. But what about, what about sleep? 
right? Yeah, and then you then need you yeah, sleep, you get sleep and, then you and wake all that. up, and it's like fucking like that's the thing too. Like a lot and of if you're in a relationship. Well, yeah, oh, then no, you and that and that too, and, and then, then it being a too. father, yeah. and then check this out: dealing with having cancer yeah. and leukemia, and I dealt with all that. So this is this is the thing that I tell I try to tell everybody and whoever's paying attention whoever listens to this show is that if I could do all that what is your excuse? Mm. 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 If I could be all right, if I could be a father, a husband, a family man, a son, one of the biggest MCs in the world. I'm not just in New York, the world now. Do radio Clubs, interviews like what I'm doing now, sleep, shit, work out, eat, and still go every Monday to get my treatment to find out what's going on and fighting a disease called cancer, then what is your excuse? Man, that's powerful, man. As we wind this episode down. What's next for Pretty Lou, man? I mean, we're speaking oh, about the baton. We're speaking about may- maybe, maybe you know. He's not giving up that so free no, throw. No, bag, I know, man. I know, I know. He's giving up that. Nah, nah, nah. That building is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they actually told the me. I, I'm not going to say no name, but somebody who works in that building was like, listen, your picture is going on that wall. This but is I want to let home. people Brooklyn. know, too, about your once a year. Yes. You have the Pretty Lou. B- birthday charity birthday concert. Birthday charity concert. Tremend- I mean, uh, A Boogie has come out and Dave East and I mean, everybody. Explain. Yeah. Tell, let people know about that. All right. So every year. When is it? Every, uh, it's every April. Okay. Every April. Um, Next year, 2020 will be number three. No, 2020 will be number, number four. four. Number yeah. four. Okay. Number four. And I'm hoping that 2020 will be at my home. If you, if, what we just said. I'm praying. Yeah. But um, every, yeah, every, every year, every year I do a concert. For my birthday, but it's not just for me. I do a charity concert, which I donate the proceeds to a, a cancer situation. You know, cancer. Every year, I, I I donate it to New York Presbyterian. This year, we did it to New York Presbyterian, and we also did it for um um ALS. Mm. This year, mm. um, I bring out. It's like a mini. Put it like this: It's a mini summer, summer jam. jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mini summer jam, and it's for all ages and. And I bring out like one like the best artists that's out, and and the best part about it is 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 a can, it's a cancer awareness concert, and thank God for the three years that I've been doing it, I have sold out all three. Yep. And and you know just this year alone, this year alone we donated close to almost twenty five thousand mm, dollars. Mm. Dope. You know and and you know, like I said, a boogie. Uh, who else? A boogie, Davies, Davies, Jim Jones, Jim Jones. I had the locks. The locks. Yeah. Um, I brought out Remy Ma. The, I Jones. was the only man to bring out Bone Thugs and Harmony for the first time together. All of them. Uh, that's right. In that's my right. concert, yeah, they, were, they were in town. Yes. That's right. Yeah. In my concert, um, the locks. Um, you know, of course, Fat Joe, Remy Ma. Um, um, yeah, man, it's too many. To, it, it's, it's so many. It's so many artists that I had. You know, you know one thing uh, I, I love about your speeches uh, when you're when you're hosting or emceeing, however you want to look at it, internet, whoever uh, is taking this in, is I love when he's like, 
you know, and I'm, you know, I'm fighting cancer <laughs> for five fucking years, and I'm still here. And then the DJ will hit with the, that, you know, yeah, the, that, the noise. You know what's funny? That that saying will never wear out. Now you know why? You know why that's special? Because I give an example. Say somebody, I, I'm, I'm sure they're in some, not not meaning your your charity, but I'm sure there's some uh, 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 venues that maybe Fadjo and Remy Ma. Right. We're at, and you were about to introduce him, and you did that spiel that people don't know who you are, right? There could be some people in there that may not know you, right? Yeah. And but how could you deny that? You're like, yo, this guy is here's this guy, like, yo, no, afterwards, like, no, no, of course. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, think about like, how could you deny that? Like, yo, yeah. I, I I fought cancer, I'm fighting cancer, and I'm still fucking here. Yo, you know what? One thing I've always loved about certain people with wordplay, and you're right. one of them, is I'm a big fan of cursing. Um, maybe it's uh, some. Italian I make the shit. curse look good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I've always like. I make the curse look good. I've always like. Well, I heard Italians got a special dictionary with. Yeah, yeah, of course. Words, Forget you know, about it. Pasta, but yeah, fuck. you know. F- it, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've always appreciated that. You know. Nah. Um, but yeah, internets could find you uh, obviously on on Instagram at Pretty Lou Eleven. Yes. You, still, you fuck with Twitter anymore? Or? No, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Okay, I'm on Twitter. Pretty Lou Eleven. I'm beginning. Begin- I'm yeah, as at Pretty Lou Eleven. I still. I'm beginning now to get on more. Get back on your yeah, yeah. on, on my Twitter game because I'm, I'm seeing a lot more. I see a lot more action and more interesting stuff on Twitter. Instagram, you know, is because you know you want yeah, to show pictures, visual, you, yeah. you show the visual stuff and all that. But Twitter is like. You know, yeah. T- Twitter to me is like the newspaper. Yeah, you know I mean, yes. and, and, it's like the Daily and, News. And Instagram oh, is the yeah. Sunday paper. Like the Daily News. Yeah. Talk Insta- about Instagram it. Instagram is the Sunday paper. You know, uh, man, I'm so uh, proud to have you here. Right, thank um, you. You know, like I was telling you, I always would send my blessings to you. Thank always you. make sure every chance I get to. Uh, I just, uh, I just want to say yeah. one thing before we end. Right, I just want people, like. Now that I have a plat, you know, you're giving me this platform to speak. I want people to understand that if you're going through a situation, it doesn't mean if you have cancer, if you have, it could be anything. You go, so many people going through depression now. Huge. You know, that's becoming real huge. I just want people to understand that, you know, the storm always ends. The storm always ends. The sun will always come out. Mm. It depends on how you ride the wave of the storm. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell people to always concentrate on yourself. You know? Because if you don't concentrate on yourself, then you can't help others. And people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know... I'm going to do this for this person, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they, they do so much for others, but then they tend to forget about them. So, yeah. But then when you're gone, that person, who's going to rely on? Mm. You know? So I always tell people, always, do, always work on you before you work on others. You know? Always keep, always keep yourself on a positive level. One thing I learned about Khaled, see, I don't watch Khaled I'll keep it real. I don't watch Khaled for, you know, oh, because he's somebody. And, you know, I watch Khaled of what he says. What he's, you know, and that positivity that he has, it really bounces on me. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the reason why I'm still in this world 
is because I'm so positive. I could wake up every day, even though I have cancer. You never know what God could do. You could never know. Maybe tomorrow I won't wake up. But every day that I do, I'm not waking up with a frown on my face. I'm waking up with a smile. Mm. It doesn't mean just if I can't pay my rent or I can't pay my car. No, I can't do this. I can't do that. But eventually, it's going to get resolved. Mm. That's how I see it. In some way, some form. But you got to keep yourself positive and you got to stay positive with your life. Because if you don't stay positive with your life, then you're always going to be negative. And then negative stuff will always happen. Will always happen if you're always in that negative thing. That's one thing I always tell my mother. My mother sometimes, she, she falls into that negativity. And I have to be as a son to jump back and be like, Ma, look at, look at your son. Look what I'm going through. Just watch me. Do I come to you crying? Do I say, oh, Ma, I'm dying. I'm going to die one day. No. I say, Ma, let's go to pizzeria have a slice. Mm. You know? So I want people to, to know that, like, you know, whatever whatever anybody's going through, whatever, it could be anything. But even if you are going through cancer, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not a death. It's not a death sentence. Mm. You know, that's powerful. Internet. Let me tell you something. Go check out Pretty Lou on Instagram. Pretty Lou Eleven. His journey is special, man. And and you know, one thing I really admire is that you don't blame anybody. Nope. You're not here uh, complaining, being a nasty motherfucker because you got dealt a uh, uh, a bad hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you you working with the best with, with your hand is, and and that's why I'm I'm finally glad that we're able to sit down. Uh, rest in peace again to our brother Combat Jack. You know, um, that's right. You know, you're here to. You know, I want. He's my angel. Yeah, yeah he's man. definitely my angel. He's definitely my angel. The soldier, okay. Uh, the uh, the host, the MC, <laughs> the, the the voice record breaker. The the record breaker, yes. The, the all the way up record breaker, yes. you know. Shouts to Hove, uh, yes. For getting on all the way up, internet. Oh, shout out to him. The that's, one and that's only. another conversation. Oh, oh yeah. Well, 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 well yeah, you can No, no, no. Just you know, shout out to him. You know, it was great. It was great to meet him. It, it was great for him to you know put his arm around me and tell me, yo, you probably be one of the best guys coming back. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was it was great. It was because great. Because of all the way up on the remix. Uh, everything he you know. Because, you know, Joe probably put the bug in the ear like, yo, this is the best guy here ever. Like, <laughs> he is the best host ever. Yeah, like, he does. That, he man. does shit like that. Yeah, that's Joe. That's yeah, Joe. Yeah. But shout out to Jay, man. Yo, shout out to yo, Especially, yo, shout out to any type of, like, when you have, like, a, a Spanish love. Like, there's something about a Spanish love, whether that be meaning by a woman and a man. Right. Or just a brotherhood. Right. It's very powerful. Very you know, right. like when they say, like, and I know, I, I, I but get, it doesn't have to be Spanish. No, 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 of course, I'm saying Italian. You know? I get that too. I, I have a cousin surgery. He calls me all the time, but I tell him leave me alone. But what I'm saying is, there's, I, I witnessed that. You know, right. my first, you know, my first wife was Spanish, so I witnessed that in her family. Right. Like when they go hard body. No, we things, go hard body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, 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 we together. Yeah. We might not talk to each other like that, but well, we're, we're there. We're, yeah. we're, 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 we Voltron. Yeah. We definitely Voltron. Listen, man, 
I'm proud of you, man. No, thank you. Blessings to you. Keep living. Keep inspiring. Thank you. I appreciate it. Love, brother. Always. Internet's pretty low. Yes. Cheer. Internet's, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Again, that email is thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. And listen, all my advertisers out there, all my big businesses, my small businesses, whoever, a friend, a store, you want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show? Email me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com and let's get working. Okay? Make sure you subscribe, rate, leave a comment on all streaming platforms or podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we'll see you next episode. Cheer.